Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Ready? Because we're born for this, right? Look at your neighbor and say, you're born for this. Live stream, you're born for this. YouTubers, you were born for this. You were born for this. For this time and this era and this message and this moment, you were born for this. For what? To have a real, intimate, close relationship with God the Father, with Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit. You were born for this. You were born to overcome hard things. You were born for this time. God knew Rona Rona was coming. Auntie Rona got to go. She needs to bomb us out of here, right? <laughs> I don't know why Auntie Rona came out, but let's not claim her. <laughs> she got to go. But God knew that this was going to happen. And God was preparing in us that this was our breakout year. What? And that we were going to have to be cautious of our words, right? What we said, what we confessed. And I just want to be a reminder to you in case you forgot this is your breakout year. We may be in the middle of the breakthrough, but let me tell you, breakout is coming in every area of our life, right? We were born for this. It's time to get out of the shadows and into the light. Start walking in our authority. Start walking as sons and daughters of God. Start walking in love and peace and joy, right? And long suffering and self-control. No one wants to claim those or say those. And last week we looked at that we were born for pressures from the enemy. We can be hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, right? Was anybody encouraged by that word? We were born, we were born for this, to endure hard things. We maybe have pressures, but we're not crushed. What makes us different than the world? The world experienced pressures, we experience pressures, but we're not alone in the pressure. We have the same power that rose Christ from the dead living and dwelling inside of us. We need to tap into that power. We need to tap into that love, that joy, that sound mind, that kind of power, right? So today, we look at your neighbor and say, I'm not sure you're ready for this. Are you ready for this? Wake up. Today, we are going to be talking about, we were born for this, to freely receive and freely give God's love and forgiveness. What? That's not a bad word. It starts with F, but it's not a bad word. <laughs> Let me tell you, unforgiveness is a trap. Unforgiveness hurts you and not them. Unforgiveness, the enemy would love to keep you bound in unforgiveness. You holding anger and you mad and you holding bitterness and resentment. And let me tell you, that doesn't hurt them at all. It only hurts you and it harms your body. And this is our breakout year, right? We're letting go of the past. We're letting go of everything that's holding us back. And so I want to talk about that we're born for this, to walk in love and forgiveness. We're living in a time where people wear a badge. You want to see my badge? It says offended. It says 
I am offended. And people act like they're so proud of their offense. You know what? So-and-so hurt me. And they're walking around like it's a badge of honor. And it is not a badge of honor. It's not a badge of honor. It's actually a trap. It's actually holding you back. It's actually causing sickness in your body. But we're being taught and trained by who? By the enemy, by the world system, that this is what they did to me. I'm going to get them back. I'm going to retaliate, right? Anybody else like that? I mean, seriously. If we've been attacked, if we've been insulted, every wrong that's ever been done to us, we hold on to it. And then we start creating it like if it's a label. I was hurt. I was rejected. And now it's I am hurt. I am rejected. I am not qualified. I'm insignificant. I can't and I won't and I'll never and they always. Can you guys hear the narrative that is spoken? All of us have been guilty of it. But I want to encourage you and also empower you to break free from that. To break free from that, from that thinking and that way of thinking. Because it's a trap from the enemy. And why? Because he doesn't want you to live in God's best. Feeling good. Like I should. There we go. I always mess up the songs. We already know this. But God has his best life for us. And you know what his best life is? Is when we're free. When we're free from the past when we're free from what others have done to us, when we let go and let God, right? It's like, God, get them, get them, God. And you know what God gets them with? With love and forgiveness. I'm like, no, God, no, no, that's not what I want you to get them. You can't sick God like you sick a dog on somebody. Sick them. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how it works. That's not God's way of doing things, right? Jesus said in Matthew eleven six. Blessed is he who is not offended because of me. <laughs> Blessed is he who is not offended because of me. You know what? Jesus came to the earth and everybody was offended by what he said. Everybody was shook. They were like, no. They're like, what? They, Jesus said, drink my blood, eat my body. They were like, and you know how many fell away that day? <laughs> we take communion like, thank you, Jesus. We take communion, but if Jesus was you know, here, and he's like, drink my blood, and you'll be like, huh? What? Not quite sure what that means in the Greek, but that's a bit strange. But you know what I mean? Jesus was what? He was offending people, and he says, blessed are you, right? If you're not offended because of me. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 2.10, if you forgive anyone anything, I too forgive that one. And what I have forgiven, if I have forgiven anything, has been for the sake, has been for your sake in the presence of and the approval of Christ to keep Satan from taking advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his schemes. We are not ignorant of his strategies. We are not ignorant of his devices. We are not ignorant of his tricks, right? Tricks are for kids. Tricks are for kids, devil. We growing up here at Love Life Church, and we know your tricks. We're wiser than that, and we're going around the trap. And not only are we going around the trap, but we're letting others know, go around the trap. 
Let it go. Let God forgive others, right? As believers, we can open the door to the enemy through unforgiveness. Like, enemy, come on in. I'm bitter and resentful. <laughs> and he's like, woohoo, cha-ching. Another one bites the dust. And another one's gone, and another one's gone, and another one bites the dust. No, 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 no. Get up from the dust. Rise from the ashes. God's got a plan. His plan is love and forgiveness, right? Amen. Unforgiveness is a trap. And if you're mad and you're holding something against someone, it's only hurting you. Is that crazy? We think that we're going to get them back. And we're up all night thinking of a plan, what we're going to say, what we're going to do. And they are sleeping, having sweet dreams, and they're living their best life. And you're like, why, why, why? You know, you're the only one that's tore up from the floor up about that offense. And they're over there living their best life. Because they don't even know they hurt you. They don't even know they offended you. They don't even know. So it hurts you. It's not a badge of honor. Let's, let's get, that is not honor, right? We're letting go of offense. We're letting go. We're breaking up with bitterness. You know, it's over bitterness. You ain't got no place in this house, right? It's time to let go of any unforgiveness. You know why? Because God has a plan for your life. God has a plan for your breakout. It's time to take care of what we need to take care of. We're not here to judge others. Oh, you know what? I know you salty about that. You need to take care of that. You need to let it go. We're not here to judge others. We're here to take care of what's going on on the inside of us and let it go. Why talk about this? Because God has a plan and we are greater. And if we don't know the, 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 if we don't know the enemy's schemes, then we fall for it every single time. We fall for the trap. If we don't know, if nobody teaches us, then we fall for it again and again. And we don't write history, but we repeat history. We repeat the history of the mistakes done to us we do to others, right? We repeat it instead of write history and make history here on this earth, what God's called us to do. God's called us to be world changers. Y'all ready to change the world? It's time to change the world. But first, sometimes we gotta change our heart. And we got to look to Jesus. Look to Jesus, right? It's our breakout year. And we're putting away childish things. You know what? We're no longer having the toddler fits. No longer pull-ups. If you were a mom and you had a toddler, you know what pull-ups are. It's called potty training. We putting away childish things. We're no longer throwing a fit in the store because we don't get everything we want. Mom, I want ice cream. And she's like, no. And you, you know you're about to get a butt whooping as soon as you get in the car. <laughs> but we're over here throwing those kind of fits every single day in our lives. Why? Because we didn't get that and we didn't get this and this didn't go our way and this didn't turn out the way I wanted it to turn out. And what are we doing? We're throwing fits as adults. And God's like, can you trust me? Can you go through? Can you get through to the other side? Can you trust me that I got a better job for you? Can you trust me that I got a better promotion for you? Can you trust me that I got a better relationship for you? Can you trust me? Can you trust my timing? Can you go through and show the way? We talk about knowing the way. It's time to show the way. 
You know what? Here at Love Life, we look different going through the Corona Rona. We look different. We walk different. We act different. How? Because we don't respond the same as those with no hope. We have hope. And his name is Jesus. And he already has the victory. And we have the victory in him. In him we have the victory. So let's grow up. And let's let love start leading in our hearts and in our minds. Let's let love start leading in our hearts and in our minds and the way we view others. Let's not just believe the worst, but let's believe the best. Believe the best of others. We're born for this. If you believe in Jesus, look at your neighbor and say, you believe in Jesus. If you believe in Jesus, you are a new creation. Your old life is gone. And your new life has begun. Every single day, every single day that you wake up, every single day that there's breath in your body, you have the life of God in you. And it's time to walk in that new life and to walk in that freedom, no longer bound by what people have done to you, no longer bound by what people have said about you, no longer bound by what people have posted, no longer bound by just this this. This era's way of thinking, but we're going to actually lead the way. Lead the way through this pandemic. Lead the way through trauma. Lead the way through pressures, right? We're new creations. We are ambassadors of Christ Jesus. We are his representatives. What does the church look like? What does Jesus look like to the world? Because we're the hands and feet of Jesus. We're the hands and feet of Jesus. We're the body of Christ here on this earth. We're representatives of him. And the world is looking at us to see what we're doing during this time. Like, why do you look different? And the same thing is happening to you. Because Jesus is alive in me. Look at your neighbor and say, Jesus is alive in you. Jesus is alive in you. We are his ambassadors. God sent Jesus to reconcile humanity to himself. God, that's why God sent Jesus, right? Jesus overcame the enemy and he had complete victory. It's our turn. It's our time to do what? To reconcile the world back to God. And now more than ever is the time. Everybody is searching for answers, and the news doesn't have it. The world doesn't have it. Social media doesn't have it, right? No, you know who has the answers? You know who is the answers? Jesus. He is the way, and in him we can trust. And that's why we look to Jesus, and that's how we're going to look different. And we have the victory in him. And it's time to start sharing that victory. You know, sometimes it's like, I don't know how to share my faith. And I don't know how to share Jesus. There's so many ways for you to share your faith. There's so many ways for you to share Jesus. Because Jesus is in you. We, get, we think that we have to memorize every scripture and that's how we're going to get somebody saved. We think that we have to have all the scriptures memorized before we can talk to anybody. But you know that you can talk to people that you have peace? That you can actually go to sleep now when before you couldn't? You were so anxious and depressed and had anxiety and pressure, and now it's gone, and you don't know why and you don't know how, but his name is Jesus. 
There's so many ways that you can share your faith with just whatever's going on in your life and what you're overcoming in Jesus. We hear that we are healed and then you start walking in that healing. It's time to share that. Just like you'd share anything else that you're excited about, right? Girls, we get excited about some makeup, some hair product, and we're ready to tell everybody, it works. This works, right? We weren't able to get into um, the hair salons, like they were all closed, and we were all DIYing it, and it's like, it works, it works. You know what, it's time to let the world know that Jesus works, it works, it works, it really works. He is alive, he is in me, we're ambassadors, we're his representatives, let's represent him well. Let's represent him well to this world, right? Not just our small little world, but to the world, to the whole world, to your schools and your workplaces and your social media. Does it look like Jesus? Does it look like love? No guilt, no condemnation, just saying. We need to walk in that victory, right? We're the hands and feet of Jesus. The devil would love. He would love, like he'd just be laughing at you and anybody that if you get entrapped and entangled with what? With bitterness, with unforgiveness, with resentment, jealousy, and envy. Like seriously, we gotta start, stop hating on people's social media. Like it's gotta stop. It's like, her hair is better than mine. Her this, our people are like, mine's better than yours. Like what is that? My pastor's better than your pastor, or whatever that hashtag is. It's like, better than yours, better than yours, better than yours. Why do we sound just like the world, right? We sound just like we're the world. Do you know that there's a filter on her hair? She got a chungo. She got the clippings in her hair. It's like, don't want somebody else's life. How about you create your best life and live your best life when? In Jesus. How? In Jesus. In Jesus. That's the only way that you're going to live your best life. And buy the chongo and buy the clip that she has in her hair and boom, you got it. You know, it's that simple. Don't be bitter. Don't be angry. Don't be resentful. It's so awesome that when we work on us, God starts creating in us a new person. Like literally, you don't have to want a new life. God's already created in you a new life. It's just time to learn about that new life and to wake up to that new life and let go of any unforgiveness, right? And to start fulfilling our true purpose. Let's look to Jesus. Jesus, in the midst of all of his suffering, says to the Father in Luke 23, 34, then Jesus says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. This understanding can change your life. Forgive those that do not know what they do. People have done a lot of things to a lot of people. People have done a lot of things to you. Can you forgive them? Because they did not know what they did. Move on, right? Father, forgive them. This understanding can change your life. When you forgive them, just forgive them. It doesn't matter. You don't have to get them back. Like growing up, you hit me, I'm going to hit you twice. Like that's just how it is. And Jesus is like, turn the other cheek. I'm like, what? You mean bust the other cheek? That's how, you know, that's how we play. And Jesus is like, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. If we change the way we think, we're going to change the way we live. 
We're going to change the culture. Are you guys ready to change the culture? Are you guys ready to be the change? Stop talking about change. Stop searching for change and start being the change that this world needs. The world needs us to rise up. The world needs us to let go of the past and let go of failures and let go of mistakes. The world needs us to forgive ourselves. Anybody else need to forgive yourself? We need to forgive ourselves for the stupid things that we have done. Like, Father, forgive me because I didn't know what I did. <laughs> Father, forgive me. My, like, seriously. Anybody else done any stupid things that you didn't know was really bad at the time? And now you look back and you say, Father, forgive me. I didn't know what I did. Instead of thinking the worst of everybody, let's think the best. Let's think the best of everybody. Imagine, sometimes my younger sister, Shatay, she believes the best of everybody. I can't stand it. And I'm like, no. No, everybody's not good. Everybody's not going to help you, you know? And people are good to her, and people help her. And I'm like, let me wake you up. Stop being so naive. <laughs> but you know what? When we start believing the best, it's not good to be naive either. You know, parents, teach your kids. Hello? Amen. Amen myself. She's not my kid, but sometimes I got to teach her. <laughs> so it's not, not to be naive, but to believe the best. You know, somebody gives you the stank eye, they may just have an eyelash in their eye. And you're over here making this whole scenario that they hate you, that they don't like you, that they always look at you that way. I knew they never liked me. I don't even think they're a Christian. How can they come to church and they be giving me the stank eye? Like, calm down. She got an eyelash in her eye. It's going to be all right. How about we believe the best, Right? Let love lead our hearts and our mind in our thinking, in the way we think. You know what? If we could just start thinking that everybody is doing the best with what they have. People in this world are doing the best with what they have. And many of them don't have Jesus. So they're doing their best with what they have. Some of them don't have much. If they don't have love, how are they supposed to give it? If you don't, God is love. If you don't have love, how are you supposed to give it away? Yet we're demanding from somebody what they don't have. They can never give to you what they don't have. But we have love. We have, we have Jesus. We have the answer. We have truth. So we can love and forgive. And some people, you're going to have to love from a distance. I'm not saying you have to be everybody's best friend. Some people, you got to love them a mile away, and that's okay. A state away, and that's okay. You know, for real, whatever it takes. Some people, we, we, but we need to start believing the best, right? Some people don't have much, and they can't give what they don't have, right? People need Jesus, not judgment. People need Jesus, not judgment. The world needs Jesus, not judgment. We need Jesus, not judgment, for our own lives. Can you, can you guys, can I go to witness? Like, hello, amen. Double, two hands in the back, let's go, right? We need a revelation that we can't change people. How many of us want to change people? Just me? <laughs> we want to change people. <laughs> we want to fix people. Like, hold on, I can change you. We can fix you. But, but you know what? We can't change people. Look at your neighbor and say, we can't change people. We think we can, but we can't change people. If God can't make people do things, what makes you think you can? Yikes. 
What makes us think that we can make people change? We can't change people, but we can forgive them. We can love them, right? We can show them Jesus. We can show them the truth. Again, I'm not talking about being best friends with everybody. I'm not saying you got to go to every single person that you ever hated and go like, can you forgive me and I forgive you? We're not talking about that. I'm talking about in your heart, you let it go. Before God, you let it go. We don't need to be best friends. Some people you're going to have to love from a distance and that's okay. But make sure that your heart is okay. Make sure that your heart is right with God, right? You can only change. You know who you can change? You. (laughs) You can only change you. It is so wild and crazy. So me, Chantel, and Chate, my two sisters, we live together, and we are all completely opposite. The way we think, we are all kind of stubborn in our own way, and we all believe that we are right. Like, that's it. I'm right. And sometimes being right is not always right. And sometimes we're going to fight to the end to be right. But, and also, like, you know what's funny is that sometimes I'm like, I can walk away. I feel like I'm the first to apologize a lot, I would say, because I can't. So I walk away, and I'm, like, talking to God, like, God, I apologized first last time. I go to my room, I shut the door, and I'm just having a conversation like, God, I'm serious. I apologized first last time. And you know what, God? Let me look up the text and show you. Wait, hold on. I text that I was sorry first, God. And God's like, where'd you find that scripture that you text first? I was like, I don't know where I found that scripture, God. And because I have such a like real relationship with God, I tell on myself all the time, every time to him. And it was just, it's just like so funny that I'm like, okay, it's not about talking to God and saying, you know, I'm the first to apologize. It's about restoring unity in the house. It's about restoring the relationship. Like at the end of the day, we're going to be sisters. At the end of the day, we got each other's back. At the end of the day, we love each other more than being right. At the end of the day, I'm mostly right. (laughs) I have the mic so I can say that. (laughs) Oh, man. But you can't control people, right? You can only change you. And you know what? You can mature to a place where people no longer control you, that you're no longer affected by their arguments, by their manipulation, that you're no longer affected by what they say and their behavior and their control. You can mature to a place where you're confident in love with God, right? Where I can be like going to my room and be like, God, I'm, I'm always apologizing first. And then I realize like how stupid that is <laughs> and how immature I sound and that I'm just throwing a fit. But I, it's like you can mature to a place. Anybody else want to mature to a place where other people's behavior does not affect you? Where other people's behavior and control or manipulation doesn't affect you? Like, oh, that no longer has an effect on me. I've grown up since then. And they're like, what? Yeah, tricks are for kids. <laughs> but we have to forgive 
like Jesus forgave. Like, it just got real because Jesus is like, Father, forgive them because they do not know what they do. Ephesians 4.32, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Be kind, tenderhearted, forgive. Colossians 3.12, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies. Kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. We all love that word. It's not surfing. It's suffering. (laughs) Bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the which is the bond of perfection and let the peace of God rule in your heart to which also you are called in one body and be thankful so we want the peace of God to rule in our heart we need to put on love we need to give forgiveness right unforgiveness is a trap it's a trap don't fall for the trap don't fall for the trap it's a trap for what it affects our unity It affects the unity of our heart with God. It affects the unity of our home. It affects the unity of our relationships. It affects the unity of the body of Christ. It affects unity. And the devil is out to divide us. He wants to divide and conquer. Why? So he can create chaos and there's confusion. But Jesus came and he had the victory over the devil for what? For unity. Because we are one body, so that we could walk in love, so that we can overcome. We're not ignorant of the devil's strategies. His strategies don't fool us no more. When we were little, they worked. But now we know, oh, no, no. Oh, I'm not falling for that trap. I'm not falling for that trap. I'm not going to fall and argue and push my way. You know, when we're, how are we going to love others and bring people to the house of God when we're pushing our way? When we're pushing our way, like, meet Jesus. And it's like everybody right now is being super political. Everybody right now is posting about this and posting about this. Right, left, wrong, right. It's just getting a little bit crazy. And how are we going to be when we look the same as them? You know what? Jesus didn't come to take sides. He didn't come to take sides with religion. He didn't come to take sides with politics. He didn't come to take sides with culture. He came to take over. And it's time to take over. With what? With the law of revolution. That God came, God loves, God conquered, and God won. And we have the victory in him. Let love lead our hearts and our minds, right? We're not ignorant of the devil's devices. Jesus says, hear my word and do it. Hear my word and apply it. How many of you guys know, how many of us actually apply the word? (laughs) Sometimes, right? You only believe the parts of the Bible you apply. You only believe the parts of the Bible you actually do. You're like, um, about that Jesus, right? How many of us actually apply loving our enemies? Guys, let me tell you that I've been studying this all week and slapping myself all week long. 
<laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. But you know what? If we can overcome this, we overcome the world. If we can overcome any unforgiveness, any bitterness, any resentment, any jealousy, any envy, we overcome and we have the victory. And you know what there is? There's unity. There's unity among us. Unity in this church. Unity in our nation, right? How many of us pray for them? Pray for our enemies. Do you know how much change that would happen if we prayed for our enemies instead of talk trash about them? We're praying for them, blessing them, not praying, God, get them. God, get them. Remember, God's not like a dog. We don't sick them. It's not how it works. But we're praying for them and we're blessing them. You know when you can honestly, genuinely pray for somebody that's done you wrong? You're good in here. When you can genuinely believe the best for their life, they have no hold on you. They have no strings attached. God bless them from a distance, but God bless them, right? Speak no evil of them. You catch yourself talking all kind of trash. Oh, and you know when somebody says something good about them, you're like, oh, no, you don't know them. They haven't wronged you yet. Let me, let me educate you. Let me educate you about them. That's not our job. The world needs Jesus, not judgment, right? Believe the best. Do good by them and forgive them. It just got real. Jesus said in Luke 6, 27, but I say to you who hear me and pay attention to my words, love, that is unselfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies. Make it a practice to do good to those who love you. No, who hates you. Bless and show kindness to those who curse you. Pray for them who mistreat you. Whoever strikes you on the cheek, bust them in the other cheek. Offer him the other one. Simply ignore insignificant insults or losses and do not bother to retaliate. Maintain your dignity. Because you know when you start brawling, you lose all dignity. You done lost all dignity when it results to slapping back. And you know you done lost your dignity because you got to pick it up off the floor when you pick up yourself from the floor after fighting. If anybody's been in a fight, you're like, that was ridiculous. But we're putting away childish things. We're no longer acting like children. We're going to pick up our dignity, right? Walk in love and forgiveness. Whoever takes away your coat... Do not withhold your shirt from him either. Give to everyone who asks you. Whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. Treat yourself and treat others the same way you want to be treated. If you only love those who love you, what credit is it to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is it to you? For even sinners do the same. There are some people, like I said, that we're going to have to love from a distance. No one's talking about being taken advantage of. But we don't need to act crazy. In Walmart, if somebody grabbed the last whatever, there you are like, somebody cuts you off in the parking lot, there you are giving them the you're number one, right? When we respond just like the world, we don't look any different. We need to let it go. We shouldn't let every little thing bother us. Every little thing shouldn't work us up. Every little disagreement, every little post that somebody posts, everything, you know what? It shouldn't work us up. Why? Because peace should be ruling in our hearts. 
The love of God should be leading our hearts and our minds, right? We cannot get offended by every little thing. We have to learn to develop thick skin, but a, but a soft heart. I love that. I got thick skin, but a soft heart. A soft heart to the things of God. A soft heart to what God is calling me to do and us to do in this time. A soft heart to where we're going and where we're headed. A soft heart that inclines my ear to, to God's word and his saying and his leading and his direction. A soft heart towards the Holy Spirit, but thick skin. People say whatever they want to say. It shouldn't bother you every single day. Let it go. Love your enemies. Pray for them. Bless them. Don't speak evil of them. Like when you can genuinely pray for them, you know that it's good. You know that it's done. You know that you're beyond that, right? When God says pray for your enemies, seriously, sometimes I'm like, God, I pray that you get them back. What is that song? I'm not even going to sing it. First of all, because I probably don't know it. And I'm going to make up my own words. Yes, Zay's always got my back. It's like, I'm not going to say it because it's dumb. It's a dumb song. <laughs> We're not going to say it. But it's, it's basically whatever you want to give back. You get cheated on, you're like, and I hope she cheats. I hope you fall in love with her. And then I hope she cheats. And I hope you feel the way I feel. And then I hope, and it's like, I heard that song. I was working out. And then I was like, and I hope she cheats. And I'm like, what? I don't hope she cheats. That's a messed up song. I'm like, how did that get in my playlist? Like, next. <laughs> but it's crazy. But we live in a society, in a generation, in an era that's like, get you back, retaliate. You know, like, you did this, I'm going to do this. But we also, can I say it on the flip side, too, that we also crave the validation of others. Like, it's a like for a like. A follow for a follow. If you follow me, I'll follow you. If you comment on mine, I'll comment on, on yours. And it's the same thing, though. You know what? Don't seek validation from others. Seek transformation from God because he has a plan for your life. He has so much more than a small validation of a little like. That like is nothing in real life. Just saying. Anyways, that was for free. Pray to bless them. Bless those people that are getting on your nerves. And if you need to, unfollow them. It's called unfollow. Simple. And your life's been set free. One push of the button. Okay. Also, we need to forgive in the same measure we want forgiveness multiplied back in our life. What? Yes. We need to really forgive others. Imagine just saying, if God forgave us the way we forgive others, it would be a messed up world. It would be seriously a really messed up world. We're God's representatives. We need to act like God and forgive others. Walk in love, right? We can't overcome evil with evil. We can only overcome evil with good. How many of you guys want to thrive in 2020? Not just survive 2020. We want to thrive in 2020. And if we believe it's our breakout year, we're going to have to take care of some things in-house. We're going to have, we can take this awesome time of quarantine, this awesome time to take care of things that we need to take care of. It could be a lean season. How about we get mean and lean in the good way? 
in the good habits that we get to pick up, right? We need to thrive. Father, forgive them. All right. When we walk in love, we're walking in God's kind of love. True love, genuine love when we forgive others. Say, oh, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do. You know, I've actually cut somebody off and the people like honked at me and I cut them off. I didn't even see them. And they're like, I'm like, you almost killed me and you're number one. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even see them. But if somebody cuts me off, I'm like, ah, you almost killed me. You're number one. No, I don't flip people off. My mind may be, but I don't do it, actually. But it's because I didn't know. I didn't see them. They were in that hidden spot. I didn't see that corner. Like, let's start believing the best. Like, they didn't see me. Watch out. Thank God for your angels, right, protecting you. So we live in a payback retaliation. Let's let go of payback. I don't want payback. I just want a paycheck. No more paybacks. No more paybacks, right? We have to renew our mind to God's way of doing things. Don't fall for the entrapments of the enemy. Love, it's not easily offended. Love, it covers. Love forgives quickly. When we love God, we love people, we can love life, and the enemy loses. He loses. Why? Because we didn't fall for the trap. 1 Peter 3, 9 says, Do not repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insult when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. God bless you. God's got you. It's going to be your best year. That is what God has called you to do. And he will grant you his, with, he will grant you his blessing. In Matthew 18, 21, then Peter came to him and asked, I love Peter. Because so many times in the Bible, like, I wish I was Paul. And I, like, I received Paul and I try to act like Paul. But every time in the Bible, I'm Peter. This is me. Ready? Jesus, Lord, how many times do I got to forgive my sister? How many times, how many times will my brother sin against me and I forgive him and let it go? Up to seven times? God, how many? Jesus answered, I say to you, not up to seven times, but 70 times seven. 70 times seven. 70 times seven. Hey, 70 times seven. What? 70 times seven. Yeah, 70 times seven. Woo! That's our new jam. 70 times seven. We're starting a movement. 70 times seven. Hey, 70 times seven. Yeah. 70 times seven. That would, that's us. We're, and if you're counting that many times, you got issues. Seriously, you're like, one last one. You need to check your heart. <laughs> you know what? We need to learn what's really important to God. And you know what's really important to God? That we love each other with real love, not fake love. We need the real love, the real good love. We need to love each other, not faking it for the gram. Not faking it for the post, not faking it for religion, not faking it. We need to really genuinely love each other. And we can't love each other until we know that God loves us. And then we love ourselves. And then we love others. We can't really forgive until we know that God's forgiven us. And we forgive ourselves. And then we forgive others, right? We need to walk in this. We can do this. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you. We can do hard things. And Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do hard things. I can do difficult things. I can do impossible things. When Jesus Christ 
is my strength. We only make excuses when he's not our strength. I only make an excuse that, no, I can't. And I have a reason why. I have a reason not to forgive, but I have no right. I have a reason not to forgive, but let me tell you, I have no right. Because I've been forgiven, and I'm going to forgive others. And I'm gonna, I can do hard things. And I only make excuses when I'm my own strength. Because I can't do it alone. I can do nothing on my own. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. God needs us. And we need God. We work together. He needs us here on this earth to be his hands and feet, to be his representative, reconciling the world, reconciling humanity back to the Father. It's time to let go of the past and start walking in our new life that God has for us, right? It's time to grow up. Look at your neighbor and say, you were born for this. You were born to receive freely God's love and forgiveness. And you were born to give freely God's love and God's forgiveness. Amen? You mad, bro? It's time to let it go. It's time to let it go. God is a good God, right? And he's got our back. So you were born for this. For what? For a real relationship with Jesus Christ. You were born for a real relationship with God the Father. You were born for a real relationship with the Holy Spirit. You were born to live free and fearless faith. You were born to overcome hard things. We're pressed on every side, but not crushed. We were born for this to overcome, right? 2020 is our breakout year. Do you believe it? You receive it? It's time to break through and break out. Breaking free from the enemy. Breaking free from the past. Breaking free from those traps. We will no longer be held back, but it's an open gate. Freedom, right? Walking in love, breaking free from any of those. If you're holding on to any bitterness, any unforgiveness, make tonight the night that you let it go. Tonight's the night before God that you give it to God and you're free from it, no longer bound. And also, if you have not received Jesus in your life and you want to, you want to receive Jesus, you want to be a part of the family of God, it is so easy. You don't have to buy it. You can't earn it. It's a free gift. The only thing that you can do is receive it. God has a free gift of salvation for you. All you have to say is, Jesus, I believe. Romans says, call on the name, right? Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, you will be saved. If you would like to call on the name of Jesus tonight for the first time, I would love to say a prayer with you. Let's pray together. Say, Jesus, I call on your name right now. I ask you to save me, set me free. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. And just like that, you're in the family of God. And just like that, God has a plan for you. He has a purpose for your life. Let go of the past and let God move in your life and in your heart today. Do you guys believe? Did you guys receive something today? I believe that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And I believe that all things are possible to those who believe. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If 
you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.